Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Well, hello, y'all guys. How in the world are you doing? I sure hope that your week is off to a wonderful start. Now, I'm assuming, you know, there, there I go, you know, uh, jumping to conclusions like out of way. Because every new episode of the Tavern Dillard Podcast, which is what you're listening to, and it's like a radio show, every episode come out on a Tuesday. So I say that to you like, oh boy, just it just came out and you already, you, you listened to it first thing kind of thing. You know, like hope it's off to a, a good start because it just started. But that's only, you know, like if you're listening right the day it came out. I mean, if you on Fridays, I guess it's like, I hope your week was good. If you listening to it a month after it came out, uh, where you been? What's been going on? You doing okay? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing really good. You know, I'm Tabin Dillard, uh, and I like I said, this is a Tabin Dillard podcast, so that's that's how it works. You know, we just put my name in it and made it easier. We episode eight here in the seasons two, and I've been kind of walking you, you know, slow walking you through the winter adult softball season, among other things. And uh, I'm Olantz, and that's cranking back up a little more now. The weather's changing a little bit, and I live in Chancellor Park, and uh, that's that's all that. And now we here. You know, what is it now? My goodness, we halfway, more than halfway through, almost through February's. That's that's what it's looking like. How we doing in the winter adult softball league, you ask? Well, we are now four and one. So that means we only lost one game. And that's what I call pretty good. Uh I don't know if you remember Mort Wydell, he suggested practices for our team, you know, at the first team meeting and that idea died a quick death. Didn't take long for that that whole question to come out of his mouth, like, hey, why don't we do, you know, team practices? And it was done. Like, people, some people even thought it was a joke. He's like, he can't be serious, can he? You know, the more I think about it, the more I realize that we all busy enough staying in shape in our own way. I mean, easy for me. You know what I was doing? Well, this time of year, you know, like the lawns are starting to pick up, but they still, you know, they ain't getting as much attention as they do in the spring and summer. I got other work I'm doing. Veterinary, where Mary Beth Tucker works, they hired me to pull out a row of hedges. Well, it was time this week. Is, now, I got tools, but not the best for a job like that. You know, I mow a lawn like nobody's business. I got a lawnmower. You know, I got a rake. I got stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, pulling out hedges, you know, I ain't got a truck where I can just tie a chain around them and yank them things right out the ground like that away. That would be a beautiful thing. And side note, you may remember, or may, you may have heard me mention this, but I ain't joking about it. I ain't just saying it, you know, for uh, to set un, unattainable goals in my life. Uh, I'm hoping to figure this out this year is I'm saving money to get like a truck. I mean, not like a new truck. I mean, it'd be new to me, but like a truck that work basically is the goal, you know, where it got a bed where I can throw in the my, my tools, my, my lawnmower, uh, so I don't have to tie it to a rope. You know, I tie rope to the handle, like that way, and then I tie the other end of the rope to the seat of my bike, you know, the pole that my seat sit on, and then I, I pull that, you know, two down like that away. Well, uh, there's there's plus and minuses, you know, if you're going to talk about 
uh, the advantages and disadvantages of that. But I'm telling you, like a truck is hard to compete, you know, if you're trying to tote a lawnmower through town, especially if you got a rake and a couple other things with you. Uh, it make it pretty hard on a bike. I can tell you that right. And forget about popping wheelies. Forget about that. Forget about bike ramping. Um, but don't really forget about it because I forgot that I was pulling the lawnmower once or twice when I try to hit a little jump, you know, not a big one. And I think, oh boy, and you know, it kind of tug you backwards and uh, you do a little speed wobble, it's a mess. So I'm working on, you know, seeing if I can uh, remedy that this year. But a truck would have helped pull them bushes out for sure. I got through over half of them the first day I was working that job down at the veterinary. And they're going to put up a fence now instead of hedges. That's the whole reason they're redoing that kind of thing. So, you know, you imagine, if you will, a bunch of hedges that act like a fence. Like, oh, peekaboo, can't see over here. What's over there? I don't know. Why? Because there's hedges. But them hedges are old. They're tired of cutting them, trimming them, taking care of them. A couple of them are dead. But they still, you know, like in the ground. I guess when they are rehabbing some of them animals, like mostly birds or whatever, but also them little animals, they go and hide in them bushes, and it can be hard to get them things out of there. And I guess they thinking them animals can't hide in a fence, you know, like that. So if you put a fence up, they, they just walk up to it and like, well, I can't go nowhere. Now them birds, you know, they got wings. If you know anything about a bird, uh, they got like beaks and on their face. They don't have a nose. You know how like when you grow a mustache, if you're a mustache grower, it right under your nose. Well, they just got a beak and they don't grow mustaches. But anyhow, they fly away. So I don't know what they plan. You know, I ain't a veterinary, so I don't know they plan how they keep a bird in an open yard uh, when they trying to help it out. But I just know they end up in the bushes. And now with that new fence they want to put up, uh, it ain't going to, it can't hide in a fence. It can sit on, it can perch up on top of it and look around like his little head on a swivel, like bank, bank, what's going on in the world? Yeah, I'm a bird that went to the veterinary and they stitched me up or whatever. Gave me the Heimlach when I choked on a raisin. I don't know. I, again, I mean, here's the deal. I don't know why them, why them birds checked themselves into the veterinary. You know, I don't know their personal business. They ain't got an Instagram page or something where they post everything in their life. So I don't know what's going on with them. I just know for a fact that the veterinary going to get rid of them hedges and they hired me to pull them out, you know, because I'm friends with Myron Tucker and Myron Curtis and he's dating Mary Beth Tucker, you know, Russell's little sister. And so, you know, it's one of those things, word of mouth, I get jobs, but then it's like who you know and then friends with. And obviously, if I had a bad reputation, like, oh, no, there ain't no way Tabin Dillard's going to be able to pull out a hedge. They wouldn't have hired me like I'm capable of doing a job. Uh, not not to say I wouldn't take a truck, you know, kind of thing, but I'm going to get them tore out. So that's how that goes. And I'm I'm earning my money, though, on this job and to exercise. You know, like I said, you know, we don't need no softball practices if you if you working like I am. Mary Beth said they had a parrot or one of them talking birds that blew in them hedges. It was Cheryl Grubb's mama's uh, bird. And it wasn't too too long ago and just taunted the staff from them bushes that bird was straight teasing them you know kind of thing just a smart aleck you know like a little teenage bird i guess and i guess it knew some bad words too which was embarrassing for cheryl grubb's mama because she ain't got a reputation for talking like that so i don't know if she watched movies with that language and the bird picked it up or she like uh some sort of music to talk i don't know where the bird picked that up again I don't have the inside scoop on these birds' brains and what they think and where they learn and who they're hanging out with, you know, behind the backstop at the junior high school. Yeah, I don't know what kind of trouble they're getting into, but I'm just saying that bird was really mouthing off to the whole staff when it was in the bushes, but not no more.
because I've been pulling the bushes out. So my arms are sore. My legs are sore. Everything is sore, but I guess it's a good sore unless you got to play a softball game, swing a bat, and steal some bases. But you know how it is. Adult winter softball calls. So here we go. We are 4-1, like I said. Russell Tucker, he do our lineup basically like our coach. He decided to have some fun with the lineup tonight. I mean, we've been winning, and the games ain't been that close. Part of it is winter league's starting to feel like spring training instead of regular season, so we all playing a little loose and free. And that seemed to make a big difference when you ain't all worked up and wound up like a top when you playing a game. Well, Russell had Mort Dwidell bat leadoff. You, you heard that right. Mort Dwidell is batting leadoff. He's got... Little legs like tree trunks, long torso, just stubby little legs, powerful swing. He hit for power or nothing at all. He's all or nothing. And then Russell dropped Rance Farnhart to clean up, which is fourth. If you know your softball, baseball terms, a cleanup is fourth. Because the, the way they assume that, I guess the way they assume uh, they, that name came from, the way I think it is, if you get the first three batters on base and you batting fourth, you batting cleanup, then you got a runner on first base, runner on second base, runner on third base, and that cleanup batter can hit a home run and clean up all them bases. See what that? And then nobody on base anymore because he cleaned up. That's the way I've always understood it, and I never, I never put it into words like that where I said it out loud like I just did to y'all guys. But that's my, that's the best I can figure is why they call it a cleanup. And, and I batted behind Rents, so that put me fifth. And then Rusty Tidwell, who's arguably the best guy on our team, he got dropped to the ninth spot all the way down, and Cody Mantell batted second. I mean, it's like Russell just put our names in a hat and then randomly selected them names and then like listed them out on the lineup card like that away because there was no rhyme or reason to how he shuffled us. It was not like playing to our strengths. He was just kind of having fun with it. Nobody cared, really. Same thing on defense. We was all playing new positions. I was playing third base. And I'm a lefty, so any ball that was going to get hit to me, I had to do like a 360-degree turn to get set and like throw to first. I ain't going to lie. It got a little sloppy out there tonight. Speaking of sloppy, Cheryl Grubbs heard about the crockpots that Cricket's been bringing on the night she's been working a concession stand. I guess she didn't want to seem boring or something. So maybe you know where this is going, but she didn't stick to the essentials. She didn't stick to the basics down to concession stand. She brought her own kind of food. Now, while I'm thinking about food, I don't know if you had a chance to try Tavins Honeys from Bees, which is my... What I do with a hot butter dinner roll is I butter the inside, and I could put honey on the inside of a hot dinner roll. But you know what else I do? Once I close that lid on it, I put uh, honey on the top of that roll, too. And then I just eat into that thing. Oh, it's mm, a beautiful thing. And I don't know if you get a little sickly this time of year or the allergies kick up, but I had hot tea this week. With some of the Tavins honey from bees and that too. Get a jar for yourself or get through the Bee House link in the show notes. You'll see it there. Tavin honey from bees got my face on the on the wrapper there on the label they call it. You get that jar. It's like we eating together. That's how that goes. Thanks to Bee House, you can check them out. The link in my show notes. And if Mary Beth Tucker ever gets to work the concession stand again at the softball fields, and she bring, bring them hot butter dinner roll softer than a baby angel's leg. I can guarantee some of my honey's going to be down there, too, as an option. But I'll tell you this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Keep it simple at the concession stand. Hot dogs, soda cans, Skittles, snow cones. Ain't nobody coming to fields looking for all these fancy options. 
Well, they weren't at first, at least, but now that they know how good the food could be, now some spectations been set. Spectations have been set. How so, Tabin? Well, it ain't just hot dogs when Cricket shows up at the concession stand now. It's chili dogs, chili cheese dogs, bacon-wrapped dogs, jalapeno dogs. I mean, it ain't gonna, gotta be that hard. Cricket has brought upwards of five crockpots to the field some nights when she's working at concession stand. Now Cheryl Grubbs is over there with them buns and sloppy joes this week. Smelled good, I ain't gonna lie. But what's happened is that nobody knows what to spec every week at the concession stand, and them gals are making a pretty easy job, in my estimation, so much harder. Like you ain't keeping it simple. And now I get that you really want to do your work well, but you can get the job done just by being pleasant. You know, hey, how you doing? Welcome to the softball fields. Keep the line moving. You can tell I don't think that the softball field concession stand needs to be turned into a sit-down restaurant. But that's just me, and I kid you not, Cheryl Grubbs, brought her dog, Jalapeno, to the fields tonight. That little wild thing that does better on the three acres that her and Shane live on out in the country than the fields, she brought that thing down to the fields, and this is not the first time. It's not like she don't know how it's going to act. It don't go well when Cheryl Grubbs brings Jalapeno to them softball fields. I seen her and I said, Cheryl, why in the world did you bring that doggy down here? She said, oh, he had a tummy ache and I hated to leave him home. I said, ain't your kids at home? Can't they watch it? Oh, can't nobody watch him like me. That's what she said. She said, can't nobody watch her dog like she can. I said, but you can't watch him, Cheryl. You serving up sloppy joes. And if that dog's sick, who's to say it ain't going to make a mess, you know, at the concession stand or somewhere around here? Well, her husband, Shane, walked over. He heard us talking, and he said, that's the same thing I said, Tabin, but she's sure she got it all under control. I said, well, I ain't never met somebody who can control a dog's bowels, but I sure hope you're right, Cheryl. And she just laughed and said, y'all boys worry about the softball game, and I'll worry about the food over here. Maybe she's right. I don't need to get it worked up about all that. Them sloppy joes did smell good, and my job tonight is playing softball, not worrying about none of that. So there's a lesson in there for me somewhere. So there's Sloppy Joe's in the concession stand, and like I mentioned, some sloppy play on the field. I lasted one inning at third base, and then Russell moved me to shortstop. Only thing is, I'm still left-handed, so that throw ain't easy. I'm at shortstop doing basically the same thing I was doing at third base. you got to spin, you got to do a little loop-de-loop uh, to make yourself straight over with that first base, and you can get that throw over. It just ain't easy. I actually made a couple outs on, but by the fourth inning, he moved me over to second base. But I'm still left-handed, so we're running into the same problem. We ain't dominating this game by a long shot. By the fifth inning, it was when Russell Tucker realized if we're going to compete tonight, we better get back to our usual positions and not and get out of all this little mess of third base, shortstop, second base, all kinds of things, you know, putting a lefty out there like I was. Well, we could not catch up tonight. Bottom line, truth be told, leveling with you one-on-one. -on -one. Mono on mono, eye to eye, ear to ear, podcast to podcast. I'm just telling you, we could not catch up. By the end of the game, it was 10 to 7. We dropped to 4 and 2 in the Winter Adult League. 4 and 2. I mean, look at it that way. We still won twice as many as we lost, but I mean, this game could have been won. We was just playing a little too loose and free. You know, Russell had some fun with the lineup and came back to bite us a little bit. Meanwhile, Back at that concession stand, that sloppy Joe smell had disappeared, and the stank coming from that concession stand 
was more like sour walnuts cooked in hot, sour broccoli stew. I mean, that stink will bite you, clamp on and not let go like, Arr! it was it was not good. I don't know how much Sloppy Joe Cheryl sold tonight, but sales stopped immediately. I mean, the game wasn't over yet when the line disappeared. And the, game, the team that beat us in the game, they forfeited their free snow cones tonight because nobody wanted to get close to that concession stand. It was like a war, and Cheryl was surrounded by stank, and nobody could get to her. Jalapeno had messed big time. For such a small dog, it's like a Goliath explosion, and then Cheryl throwed up. Like that, you know, it just hit her quick, and that gag reflex kicked in, and nothing she could do but just let it go. So it was a real circus over there at the concession stand. Shane went over to help. You know, he was going to carry the Sloppy Joe pot and buns back to their car, and Cheryl was going to carry Jalapeno. She had to get that cash box out too and the usual goods you know that you got to empty out a concession stand but anything that was set on the floor of the concession stand was basically ruined a box of skittles the ice chest with the sodies is gonna have to get all cleaned up and power washed or something take it through one of them car washes with them you know all the soap spray on it and then it, then it, it rinse it off i don't know i ain't got the answer that ain't part of my job again but they gonna have to do something they get they can't leave it there like that away Cheryl said her purse is going to have to get burned. I guess you'll have to fish out her wallet and figure all that out, too. So I helped with the cash box. J.T. Whitlow, he lost his smell from a zipline accident a few years ago. Comes and goes. And he helped out with that ice chest because he, he, couldn't, he couldn't smell that thing anyway. I gagged. Shane dry heaved. They're going to have to wash out the whole concession stand. It's more than just the ice chest and stuff that got hit by jalapeno. It's, it's the whole thing just you know steady soaked up that stank tonight. By my count... And I ain't terrible at counting. That's the third time Cheryl has brought that dog to the fields twice since she'd been working the concession stand this winter season. And I think the third time should be the charm. Do not do it again, Cheryl. Don't do it. The winning team lost out on a snow cone. Cheryl lost out on a purse and some sloppy Joe shells. I mean, ain't, ain't that enough losses for tonight? Come on, Cheryl. Not to mention Bud's Burger Shed lost the game, but I ain't going to put that on her. You know, that that one was on us. I think Shane ended up right and getting the ride home just because Cheryl and Jalapeno stunk so bad that the car was a sauna of stank. Cheryl had to keep them windows down all the way home. She'd gag while she drove. Surely that, that's a lesson for her. Surely, I mean, does anybody have to say anything to her to say that ain't a good idea? I would hope not. And I don't even know what they're going to do. You know, they, they bought that car not too long ago. It was gently used. You know, it wasn't brand new off the lot kind of thing. But, I mean, if the stank is as rough as it sounds like, I don't know if it's better to get that thing detailed or just uh, drop it in like a swimming pool full of ammonia. I don't know. I ain't never had to, like, deep clean the guts of a, of a car, you know, that got marinated in some awful stank from a, a doggy with an upset tummy. I don't know. See, these aren't things I know. You know, I ain't in the mind of a dog or a car or the veterinary. I mean, there's just things I just explore with with pondering, but I don't know how they're going to work that out. And at the end, right, that ain't my problem, but I'm just wondering. Well, I don't think Cheryl's back next week. I, I may just kindly encourage Cricket to tone it down. Truth be told, I am sure that she'll be able to stay in there if they don't get that stink out. Them fellas working at the city fields, they're going to be really earning their pay this week. P.J. McKee work down there. And uh, that fella's got stories. Just don't ask him while you're eating, but P.J. McGee, he got a few stories. Anyhow, 
Team Burger Shed, 4-2 and two in the Winter Adult Softball League. I think we got just a little too loose in, down there tonight, a little too loose and free. Uh, but we good enough to regroup. I mean, still, you got a steady focus. you got to show up. Then, then nobody giving away games down there. I know that. But we got a lot to think about. I appreciate y'all joining me today. This is the Tab and Dillard podcast, y'all guys. And you joining me, that's a big deal. And hey, if you or your dog ain't had a violent tummy ache in the softball field concession stand this week, you having a pretty good week. Thanks to Bee House. Take that pan of cornbread out the oven. Get you some Tabin's Honey from Bees. Check them out at the link in my show notes. And if you could rate this podcast, wherever you rating them at, you know, just give a little store. You can leave a comment or a review. I mean, I, that's how I know what people think about this thing. I don't know. I don't know if you you enjoying it or liking it or not. Otherwise, it's hard to tell if, if I don't get a comment, you know, and, and uh, that kind of way. But check out the show notes. All the ways you can get in touch with me. You can email me, shoot me a text. Check out what's going on with me there and Check out that honey. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Tabin Dillard Podcast. As a reminder, I'm Tabin Dillard. I got a few more hedges to pull out this week. Well on my way to getting that fence put up so them birds and little animals don't hide in them bushes and, and mock and taunt the veterinary staff. So I hope, uh, hope you have a good rest of your week. I'll see you on the interwebs, on the TikToks or the Instagrams or the YouTubes or the Facebooks, wherever you catch up with me. If you got my number, shoot me a text. I can holler back at you that way. Have a good week, and we'll see you later.